I'll just um, open our center today. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. I'm Georgia Deacon, one of the spiritual practitioners here at CSL White Rock. And I'm just going to start by an opening invocation. So if you just want to get comfortable and uh, center yourself in this time and space, knowing that we are here today hmm, to welcome each other home. As we walk together, we are walking each other home. And today we are living, loving, open-hearted, open-minded, recognizing that all is well and all is perfect in health, in body, in soul, in liveliness and music and laughter and joining each other in harmony and opening to those new thoughts and new ideas that are going to show up today as they do every day. So as we breathe in this wonderful air and this wonderful atmosphere right now, just breathe in and notice the breath as we're each joining each other in that breath together on this screen right here, right now. Hmm. And as we breathe in, we breathe in the now and we breathe out the past. We do not have the past, we just have the now. And then another breath in, and then we breathe out the future. We do not have the future, we just have the now. I feel so humbled and so lucky to be here today with each and every one of you. And I welcome you to our center, Center for Spiritual Living White Rock. Thank you for joining us. And I am thankful that we're here together. And I send this back to the law of mind, knowing that all is well. Please join me in saying, and so it is. Okay, um, I want to re um, recognize our musician, Ranch Singh. Ranch, um, I got to see Ranch live on Tuesday at the Sanctuary uh, Song Stage, um, which is happening in my community of Pit Meadows, White Rock. Um, one of our formal musical directors has started this thing where musicians can come and um, meet and play on the second Tuesday of every month. So we got to see him and other musicians that we know. And we're so glad that you're here today, Ranj. He makes music with a distinct Indian Western flair that draws on the singer, songwriter, and self-taught guitarist love for rock music and heartfelt lyrics. He refers to his unique blend of music as Indo-Canadian folk. Ranj recently left his job of many years is playing music full-time, and boy, are we glad he is, and will soon be touring. I think you're already touring. <laughs> So we're so glad to have you. Take it away, Ron. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here as always. Remember our old stomping ground just a place we could be ourselves and hang around And we talk about the days gone by And where we'd be a dozen years down the road And oh, don't it feel It was so long ago And so memories where did the years go and I will always keep each memory in reach I just 
just wanted you to know And I will never forget Those summer days with you, my friend No, I will never forget Those crazy days with you, my friend Look where we are standing today Did you ever dream things would turn out this way? And just like you, I'm a father too I've got responsibilities I've got everything I need And all those dreams of yesteryear Maybe it's time for some of them to disappear And look into your children's eyes You will see the same fire That burned inside of you and me Man, it's right there for all to see And all their dreams We can help them to achieve Still I will never forget those summer days with you, my friend No, I will never forget Those crazy days with you, my friend It's always a pleasure when you're here to sing with us today. Thank you very much. It's nice to have you back. Um, if you look at Ranj's name, too, has put his website in the in with his name, RangSing.com. So if you want to know more about Ranj, please check out his website. Uh, I also wanted to take a moment to thank Georgia for opening us up with that wonderful invocation this morning. Thank you. So good morning, everyone. My name is Nicola Archibald. I am a board member for the Center for Spiritual Living White Rock, and I'm your presider today. So as we begin our gathering as settlers on this land, we are honored to live and operate on the traditional, ancestral, and unceded territory of the Coast Salish people. 
We thank the First Peoples who continue to live on these lands and care for them, along with the waters and all that is above and below. CSL White Rock is an inclusive spiritual community and learning center. We teach spiritual principles and offer tools to use in all areas of life regularly and consistently. Our life flourishes and flows out of ease and grace when we practice these. You know, I've been taking some uh, additional courses lately from CSL and I've really been learning a lot. And that is true. Our life does flourish and flow out of ease when we practice these principles. So let's walk together on the spiritual path and walk each other home and all the while transforming our lives and the lives of others. Thank you for being with us here today. Our guest speaker today is Rev. Steph Saint-Amand, who is the co-founding spiritual director of One Love Awakening, a virtual community devoted to bringing hearts, awakening minds, and transforming lives. Called to spread the, the message of love and self-acceptance, Reverend Steph is a spiritual teacher, international speaker, sorry, spiritual teacher, international speaker, content creator, and author, found in the award-winning best-selling book, Navigating the Clickety-Clack, How to Live a Peaceful Life in a Seemingly Toxic World, V3, and most recently seen in March's Daily Guides for the Science of Mind magazine. We had a chance to chat a little bit before the gathering today, and I think that you're going to enjoy this talk as much as I enjoy, enjoyed talking with them before. So please welcome me and join me in welcoming Reverend Steph St. Amand for today's talk titled, You and I Are We. Mm. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Oh, first, I'm, I'm just going to keep dabbing these tears out of my eyes, Ranj, Ranj, I just, wow, I could just listen to you sing that song for the rest of the day, that was so, so beautiful, so beautiful, oh my goodness, I could just feel your soul <laughs> in your frequency, and wow, I'm, I'm blessed, I am blessed. Um, there's a there's a community here in Winnipeg. If you are touring in central <laughs> in, into the the uh, our our area, you are most welcome to to connect with us. Oh, and and Georgia, that invocation and the meditation. I just I was saying earlier that I just I feel like I'm a part of uh, the right White Rock community because. Um, well, of course, my belief in universal oneness is truth within this moment. And so you're talking about walking home. And I have in my talk notes, walking home, a part of a part of our mission for One Love Awakening. And it's really stemmed from my personal mission is that we are just good people walking each other home. And when I step into new communities, I feel so a part of it um, and I feel like I am blessed I am humbled I am humbled to know that I am Georgia I am humbled to know that I am Nicola I am humbled to know that I am these beautiful faces in this room that are so loving so kind so welcoming and we really are just good people walking each other home so in that the the talk is about uh, 
relationships, be, being a part of a relationship. I'm actually, I'm going to change this, my view. I look at myself a lot. I do, I do this, uh, <clears throat> this kind of experience five days a week. So I like to see all the little faces. And uh, if you are um, shy, I, I get that. But if you are open to having your camera on and, and being in this room, uh, I would welcome to see your beautiful face because uh, we are here together in this beautiful experience. And so you and I are we. And for me, that uh, 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 the talk for me is the holy we and the infinite me because I am everyone. I am everyone. There is universal oneness. My faith is strong in this place now because I've had such a, an experience of decades long with depression and anxiety and creating this experience of my, uh, for myself. I, I lived in a place of fear every, every day for multiple decades of my life. And how I came to find this teaching of universal oneness is first I found the book by Susan Jeffers, uh, Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway. And that book really um, started me on this path of finding myself because that is all that this life really is. When we think about the you and the I as separation, that is where all of my pain and suffering has come from. I had a belief in separation. I believed that I was separate from and othering everything that was around me and othering things in such a way that I was labeling things good, scary, bad, hard, sticky, sweet, labeling all of these different things. And so there's many, many opportunities for us to see this powerful presence of, of universal oneness in our lives. And at that same time, recognizing that infinite me, that infinite I am that is within this beautiful expression of spirit living. And so feeling the fear and doing it anyway is how we open ourselves up to new ideas, new experiences, new relationships, new ways of being in life and in that relation with the experience of otherness to know that, that there is this power, this presence, this one, this infinite substance that is back of absolutely everything. And that I am that, that you are that. And so walking through this life, walking each other home is this beautiful expression and experience. To walk each other home, we first have to believe that we are a good person because that's the message, just good people walking each other home. I first have to believe that I'm a good person so that I can walk others home. And that's hard to do when, when we have these monkey minds in our lives telling us that we're not good enough, we're not strong enough, that, that, we're, that we are separate entities from the good that we are seeking in our life. And if we feel like we need to be walked home, then first we must believe that we are worthy of the home that we seek. And so there's all of this work that needs to happen within us, within our own experience and expression before we can go out into the world and, and share and shine that experience and expression of, of loving presence. I, I know this for myself. 
And so I only speak from that I am that is within me. I do not like to should on other people. I do not like to point and say, there is where you should be walking. Because there is a path for each and every one of us in, in the uniqueness that spirit has drawn into us. There is only one, this one great power that is back of absolutely everything. It is supporting its creation, its substance of life in the unique and unrepeatable that shows up as each and every one of us. Each and every one of us is that peace, that shard, that that shining light of wholeness that is unique and qualified to be us. And so I had to do a lot of work for myself within me before I could even step the threshold outside of my, of my basement or the cave that I had created around me. And so becoming aware presence was everything to me. This, the story of, um, of my, of my life is our joyous, expansive adventure through the pain and, and, and a hostile environment. And becoming who I am is becoming this, that, that just that place within that is remembering that I am spirit remembering. So becoming aware of this life that is around us. And that in my life, I have seen as I grow and as I expand, as I evolve in consciousness, I see the little pieces of me everywhere. Every piece of spirit that is every one. And so when I'm here in this space with you, I see myself in you. I see the spirit of you in me. And I solidify and recognize that intertwining expression of spirit. That great powerful presence has drawn each and every one of us together. There is no accident that we are here in this space now together. I need to hear you. I need to see you. You need to hear me. You need to see me because we are one. We are a reflection of that one thing. And so as I go out into this day, as I go out through this life, I am simply finding pieces of myself. Ernest Holmes said in The Science of Mind, I am never alone, never lonely, for I have, a com I have as companions and friends those people who are drawn to me by the ever active, immutable divine mind. It is not enough that I profess to love people. I must really love people dearly that I have ever loved before because all people are my family. I do not outline who shall be my friends and companions, for there is no desire to coerce, compel, or suggest anyone. I trust implicitly the law of mind to bring into my environment and atmosphere friends and loved ones and establish for me a community of interest and helpfulness. As I love and cooperate with my fellow humans, so do they love me and give me their cooperation. The law is motivated to work for me by my love for people. And we are these people. When we look at ourselves in the mirror and we find that place within us to love ourselves deeply enough 
to go out into the world and shine our authentic self. The nature of the divine is within. And so as we move out into this world to become in relationship with what seems like otherness, we step into the fullest expression of our authenticity to know that loving presence is what guides us, leads us, moves us. That that powerful presence that is supporting the universe is supporting us in every conversation, in every interaction, in every surprise doorbell rings. This powerful presence is supporting this life and it is faith that allows us it is faith that drives us to that powerful place of universal oneness. We are living spirit. And so I'm not going to sit up here and pretend that there, that there is separation or, or otherness. That's not what I believe. I believe that we are one. And so uh, I have this beautiful story. It's one of my favorite stories. I've heard it. Uh, probably over a decade ago and it just reminds me so much of of this experience of oneness and who we are is who we need to be and so long ago there was this beautiful abbot it had it had gardens that were lush and it had acres that were green and and it was alive and well and and there were these uh, brothers and monks who who cared for the land and it was a bright order um, of 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 demonstrating good and through, through time, uh, it started to dwindle. The care of the property started to, to um, be hindered. It started to, to move away from that experience. And slowly and slowly and slowly, the grounds began to overgrow and the gardens were less cared for. And finally, there was just a handful of monks at this abbot and wondering what was going on. Why couldn't we, why can't we be a part? What, like, where is this um, growing? Where is our growth? Where, where have all the people gone? Where have all the flowers dissolved to? And they were really struggling with feeling connected with their purpose in what they wanted to do. And every year uh, there was a rabbi who came onto the property, uh, into the abbot. There was this beautiful little guest home on the edge of the property. And this rabbi would come every year for a, a time of silence and, and reconciliation. And uh, one, of the, one of the monks decided that uh, I need to know what, what is happening in the rabbi's life. What's going on for that, his community? And so shyly, he went to the abbot and he knocked on, or he went to the home and he knocked on, on the door and, he, and the rabbi opened the door. And, and uh, he said, I'm so sorry to disturb you. I just, I just need to know if your community, how are you handling your community? Is it growing? Is it, is it thriving? What's, what's happening for you? Because what we're seeing in our Abbot is that it's really, it's, it, it's lost its spark. And the rabbi, he said, oh, you know, I'm, I'm here to be in silence and, and I'm not sure I have anything to add. Our community, it, it kind of is the same. It's, it's dwindling. And I'm, I'm here to see what uh, God wants 
from me, what, what I need to do. And so I don't really have anything to offer you. And so the, the monk was turning away and he, he felt a little deflated. He, was, he, he felt within him surely that the rabbi was going to have words of wisdom for him. And just as the rabbi was about to close the door, he, he opened it and he said, you know, I just have this for you. One of you is the Messiah. And he closed the door. And the, the monk was like, one of us is the Messiah. What, what does this mean? What does this mean? I, I have to take this to my brothers and, and, and we have to figure out who, which one of us is the Messiah. And so he went to his brothers and, and, and they started having this conversation and, and, uh, and you know, so one, of the, one of the monks is kind of grumpy and he's like, ah, it, it's just, that's nonsense. Not, none of us is the Messiah. And then brother, uh, another brother was like, oh my goodness, well, what if, what if this brother, I mean, this monk here, he's, he's always has such wisdom to share. He always has such kindness within him. He always has, uh, you know, time for everybody who's in his presence. He must be the Messiah. And what if it's this brother over here? This brother, he is—he's always so loving. He—he, he, you know, helps at the the soup kitchen down in the community, and he's doing—he does all of this good work. He must be the Messiah. And so each of them took this internally into their meditation, and and were trying to figure out which one, who was the Messiah. And then the question was, well, what if I am? What if I am the Messiah? What if, what if I have something that within me that is wanting to come out? What if God is calling me to something greater for this community, for our abbot, for this, this place? And so over time, while they were beginning to contemplate this, while they started to treat each other like they knew the other was the Messiah, like they knew the other was this beautiful light that was coming for them to, to shine their light, they started acting as though they were this, this, the same thing. And so they started to care for the land again. They started alive and awakening their gardens. And sure enough, as they, as they treated each other as the Messiah, as they treated each other with love and respect and kindness, the, the community started to, to shine itself again. And the, the, the gardens grew and the, the people started to, to feel and, and a dying order there was people coming saying, I want to volunteer. I want to serve this order. I want to put, I want to plant my light here. I want to grow here. I want to learn here. What can I do? And then everything just shifted. And so that is our question. What if you are the Messiah? What if I was the Messiah? Or what if we just started treating one another with love and kindness and respect because that is how we want to be treated. We want to be treated with love and kindness and respect. So I have this, I don't know what it is, but there is this thing that is within me, this, this light that says, I'm a safe place. 
I am a safe environment for people, for strangers to come to my door, come to uh, just have start spark conversations with me. And so just this past week, um, someone new to our, our experience uh, in, in this neighborhood, someone moved in and she rang my doorbell. And, and as someone who has suffered from chronic anxiety disorder, and severe depression, that would have, two decades ago, whoo, some, a stranger ringing my door. That would have caused a whole bunch of something that felt like separation and, and suffering and pain because it moved through my body. Anxiety moved through my body so freely that uh, anything could just set it off. But here, grounded in oneness and knowing loving presence is all I'm here to be. This beautiful soul rang my doorbell and uh, is, was struggling. Does, their, their, their government check wasn't here and they just needed to be seen and to be heard. And wouldn't you know it, they rang the right doorbell because I'm here to see you and to hear you. And so she, she took out her backpack and unpacked these things that maybe possibly I would be interested in buying so that she could be, uh, you know, have, have some, some food. And there's all of these other people in this area, but mine is the house. This body is the home of safety. You know, in, in the invocation and in the meditation, it was talking about the environment well, this is the environment of light. This is the space that we create. And when we know our own purpose, our individualized, unique expression of spirit showing up, we are that for the world. And so as we know ourselves, as we get to know ourselves deeply and intimately, we are simply remembering who we are. We are simply knowing that divine substance that is, is also within us. The Dalai Lama is a beautiful gift. He said, if you wish to experience peace, provide peace for another. If you wish to know that you are safe, Cause another to know that they are safe. If you wish to better understand seemingly incomprehensible things, help another to understand. If you wish to heal your own sadness or anger, seek to heal the sadness or anger of another. We are just good people walking each other home. And so you and I are one. And when we look out into the world and we see otherness, it is our responsibility in this philosophy of one, it is our responsibility to see ourselves in them and to see them in ourselves. I was, uh, I, I was drawn to an article yesterday and there was, uh, for one line, it said, be who you needed when you were growing up. It's kind of like that, are you the Messiah? Am I the Messiah? Which, which one of us is, is here to be that? And really, we are all here to be that. But there are people struggling and suffering in this world 
And if we are just responsible for being the wholeness of our infinite self, if we are, are taking in this philosophy of oneness and the philosophy of one into the work that we do and the life that we live, then we get to show up as that, as that, that future self. When, when I was struggling with anxiety and depression, I knew there was something better. I knew that there was a future version of me that did not have what I was experiencing. And so I tap into that the same way as, as you know, being that person that my younger self would need. That is my younger self knowing in this infinite now in all space, in all time, knowing this moment, ooh, it just got windy. <laughs> knowing that infinite now, knowing this infinite spirit is within, that that person I was, who was praying for the freedom of pain, the freedom of suffering, the, the freedom to express who I was without being judged for who I was, was speaking to the future self that's here now. There is only one now. And so as we move out into this world, being that, being who you are called to be, that's so powerful. So cleaning up our own habit gives everyone around us permission to do the same. There is only one thing. There is only one thing. In the, uh, the Tao Te Ching, uh, verse 40, it says, in the pursuit of knowledge, every day something is added. And so we take our time to learn, to grow, to expand. We take classes. We learn how to pray efficiently. We learn how to meditate. We learn all those things. And in the practice of the Tao, every day something is dropped so every day we let go of who we used to be. We let go of those stories that no longer serve us. We let go of the historical imprint that is pressed upon society right now and know a greater truth for ourselves and for one another. The healing work that we do for ourselves is for humanity. So love that peace within you and let that shine all around because you, beloved, are the Messiah of this beautiful truth. And so I now lead us in prayer. Is that right? Yes. So let's take this beautiful truth, oneness, that place within us that is home, that, that each and every one of us is the storehouse of the divine, that there is a power greater than we are and we get to use it. We use it mindfully right now as we become aware of the aware presence that is back of all of life. And so that I am, that I am, that we, that we are, this divine presence is ours. It is ours. This presence is ours. It is not singular. It is wholeness. And so right here and right now in this truth that the living well is sippable for all, I drink from it fully. And I recognize the power and presence that is woven itself in and through and as absolutely everything. 
this field of consciousness that flows through all that I think and all that I do. I am the activity, the proficiency, and the efficiency of a divine mind that is beyond measure and beyond belief. And so today, I let go of all otherness. I let go of separation. I let go of all the subconscious beliefs and patterns in my life that block or hinder the true nature of my being to explore, expand, and endeavor into a new experience. To know fully and completely that radiant I am that is within me is within the heartbeat of the beloved. And that heartbeat of the beloved is within all people. Every heart is the heart of the divine. There is no other. There is nothing separate. There is not two things. And so this powerful presence of truth, I embrace, I embolden, I enact the activation of divine power and strength, resiliency and audacity to know that if I need to march, I will march. To know that if all of mine is to do is to pray, I will pray. And that everything is in right and perfect order. Divine time is in the infinite now. And so this infinite now is eternal grace unfolding and enfolding upon the very nature of its own substance. This is all I know. This is all I am. This is all I do. And I need do nothing more. I am already spirit. What more is there to be? And as that I am that is powerfully known within me, I know that it is the powerful presence within community, the common unity, the one. And so in this, I know this community is absolutely blessed, blessed to, to move and flow and have its being in the powerful presence of an infinite one. The light that shines within this community is seen and heard and felt throughout eternity and the powerful one that is the life force energy that surges through the growth and evolution of this community is already predetermined and glorious. This is the glory and the grace of the infinite one. I know it is so right here and right now. I am blessed. I am humbled. I am. And in this I am, I release into the infinite intelligence that which it, it already knows is perfect, whole and complete just as it is. I let it be so. And so it Thank you. So the law of circulation is in constant movement, giving and receiving. The more good that is given, the more good that is received as a demonstration. This is how the law works. The richness and abundance of life naturally unfolds as our experience. And for this, I am deeply grateful. If you are comfortable, I invite you to place your hand on your heart and take a breath of gratitude. When thinking of gratitude, I recognize the unlimited love and spiritual abundance that is available to all of us. As we continue to learn, to grow, and live by this beautiful teaching, we become more and more aware 
that we are living expressions of the divine and always divinely guided to love more and to be more. I think we saw that with Reverend Steph this morning. Life becomes much richer and richer as our hearts open on our journey of self-discovery. With an open, loving heart, we give thanks for all of the gifts that life continuously demonstrates in our lives. And so it is. If you wish, please join me in demonstrating gratitude by making a donation to CSL White Rock. If you choose to give regularly, please join our committed giving program. All information can be found in our chat.